There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Love is always the law on the Lori and Julia show. It always has been, always will be. And we've got a lot of love today on this Wednesday, December 2nd, because I understand there's some birthdays. That's right. December 2nd every year is notable on this here show because it's Julia's son's birthday, thing number two. It's the zipper, my dad's birthday. And it's Brittany, bitch, her birthday. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Go get it. Go, Sammy. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. Going to sip a cotty like it's your birthday. Party in the club. He was born last night at 12.02. Flip me in two. Right right after. Split you in two. TMI, TMI. I know. Oh, and he was such a cute baby, and he never let go of me for like four years. No. Julia, I saw you at Sam's Club hauling a 50-pound six-year-old on your hip like he was a two-year-old. And I said, put that thing down. Oh, no, I love. He is two. You were straining. You were walking bow-legged. He weighed so much. I just, I miss it so much. I miss being the queen of his life and the center point of your kid's life. When it goes away, it's like so sad. So, Sammy, if you're listening... I love you, and I said your name on the radio. Sorry, I called After you thing too. He was, he is thing number two. Mm-hmm. But oh well, we're my breaking dad, a couple traditions. My dad can't hear us. He's in Mexico. He, is he ignored the advice of the CDC and went off to Mexico. Yeah, as he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was a year ago that he took us all on the family trip, and let me tell you, are we all glad it was last year that my dad? Oh. You know, my dad has. Uh, Uh, a cement cement wallet okay okay cement just like when we were in basically when we turned 18 he said you can live at home for free and eat for free as long as you go to school and you have a job but the minute you don't go to school and you don't have a job you got to move out okay so he's like just real he opened it though Lori. that's bigger he opened it and he took 12 of us and our partners so it was a total of 12 maybe 14 and our spouses on uh, all inclusive. I mean, that's trip. a huge thing. We almost all fell over. Right. None of us could believe it when he extended an invite. You know, because he gave us the invite like two years in advance. I know. I thought that was sweet, though. But it would have been a bummer if it had been this year because no I think people might have been canceling. And anyway, so that's where he is. He's celebrating. Um, I sent him a birthday card. Tried to get him. I usually give him a hundred pesos for his birthday because he's always in Mexico. Right. 
And uh, apparently, because people have not been traveling, the banks, you got to order your pesos? money in advance. They don't just have euros and pesos well, laying around. Right. Think of it. Think of it after this amount of time. So okay. I had to write him a check. Right. And I wrote, uh, the card was like, uh, at your you age. You wrote him a check. I, I can't believe check. I'm writing you money. Sending uh, yeah, you no, money. It's hysterical, yeah. isn't it? But I want to, I, I always have sent him, you know, I give him yep. pesos. So, but the card said, um, be careful at your age. Um, lifeguards um, might mistake you for a shark. No, lifeguards <laughs> might not be in that big of a hurry. <laughs> and something swimming can be dangerous. And then I wrote, you know, P.S. Unless you know it's ten years ago and your hair is in Bo Derek braids. Uh, braids. Someone might mistake you as a girl. And a yellow banana hammock. This is a Speedo. true story. Mm. Her dad died his hair uh-huh. and got Bo Derek braids. <laughs> well, they're no, really, yeah, but no. you look like 10. But this is... Did he run down the beach? This is in a yellow Speedo hammock. <laughs> Speedo. This is a true story. I begged him. I said, Dad, this is not a becoming look in your 69th year. No, I kind of like it. You know, I'm an outlaw. I'm like, an outlaw of what? <laughs> Bad <laughs> hair. You look like Bad a leather, leather daddy at the beach. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was hoping for, you know? Yeah. Oh, he, he has a look. I'm and there. Brittany is 39. Yes. Today she I is 39. She I that know. seems old for her. Well, We've missed an entire, like, 12 years at least of her life. Did you guys you know, ever see her in Vegas or anything? Lori did. I yeah. saw her three times. I three saw her times. in the third circus. I saw her every time she came she here. She was amazing. And, um, but the sec, the, the, the last time I saw her was was maybe it was I've only seen her twice. Um, no, you saw her two different concerts at the Excel, I think, yeah. and then and once then in Vegas. The, but the Vegas you said was kind of like Ugh. no, the Target Center. It was oh. after she'd been diagnosed with whatever, right. and she was, she was very out of it, very machine like, um, yes, robotic. Like I got to dance, put a step toe it there. It was a completely different thing. But yeah, she's thirty nine, and I, can't I think believe it's it. because she presents as younger. She she is her a child. Baby doll eyes in her voice, and yeah, and just and her dress. the way she talks, and she yeah, has sort guys. of a uh, you know she she has a baby voice. She became famous at sixteen, so they say that's when you're stunted. But she was even famous before that. She was perform- performing like before that in her, but I mean, but at really, Disney World, she became famous. Okay. You know, Disney fame doesn't count. Does anyone remember Rocco? Does <laughs> do you, Rocco? I'm just yes. going back okay. to kids for a second because I've just had this flashback of a memory. Do you ever remember when you're? I had two, and we had hardwood floors. And when they'd want you and they just couldn't, you know, you just leave me alone or something, they would grab onto your ankles and you would walk and they're <laughs> like these lead weights and you'd shuffle and they're still holding on. Does Bruno ever do that um, to you guys? Not really, no. I don't, oh my I don't gosh, do I just have around, funny flashbacks. They of, could do that with you because they knew that the helicopter would bend over and pick them up eventually. Oh no, it was even, it just made me laugh. Oh gosh. Some days you just want to turn the clock back. It goes so fast and so slow at the same time, that parenting sometimes. Yeah. But no, anyway. I'll take your and Rocco's word for it. I know, Lori. But Rocco is one. So, I mean, yeah. to me, that's like uh, a kind of parenting on a whole other you have to really, level. You have to be so much more involved with one because I think with Possibly. two, they had each other. Right. My kids, go play with your brother. Go right. play with your brother. That's true. How it's far apart older. are they? A couple years? Yeah. At the, they're 15 months. Okay. Good. But a year apart in school. So right. they were basically twins, kind of, I felt like.
But yeah, but did they ever? Did they obviously? They probably fought, fought oh, a lot too. Oh, never! You know? Not my kids. Oh God, no. never! <laughs> of course, their you goal fight with was your... to get me to swear yeah. to get mom to you know flare. Yeah, as it were. They it were is a good game. If they, nothing else, and let's I was bug always mom. yeah. It was I was always susceptible, yeah. and they liked my swear words. Um, no, they would fight. Yes, but they really got along great too, and they you know they they were good. It was fun. It was fun. Anyway. Do you have any more emotional Dear Diary moments? No, it's, a, it's emotional day, Laura. It's an birthday of your emotional second year. Son. Well, listen, I, I, like it's I told emotional. you to tell them, everybody has had the COVID birthday this year. Everyone's birthday has you know, sucked, basically. Sometimes it's just you want, you know, you want something fun for your kid, and it's hard not being able to deliver. This year, no one's been able to deliver. I understand that. I'm just saying my emotions at this moment in time that I'm owning. But oh. everyone's been through it. You, uh, yeah. I, I get mean, it. Everyone has been had to just go, oh, geez. I mean, did your kid have a birthday before or after the pandemic started? Are we? His was in the middle of it. Yeah. In late August. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. At least, you can be at least they're younger when yeah. they're younger. Yeah. Outside was great. We had his friends over yeah. for like some patio time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I feel bad. I mean, this December. Yeah, Julia yeah. was just getting you know strippers and a <laughs> and a party bus and all oh, that's just gone. It's the all gone. But she's saving some money. Oh, so right. thing number two next year. Next year's gonna be a big one, <laughs> a big year. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Well, we are not mean ones today because we've got a lot of treats for you. We've got an author coming up at the bottom <gasps> of the hour. We're calling him in England, and he is a snack and a half. Plus, he writes a hell of a good suspense. Thriller. Oh, it's so good. So good vacation. So excited we met him. Yeah, no kidding. And last night, the two OMG TV things that were going on were The Bachelorette and Big, Big Sky. Sky on ABC, which they uh, started with Midland ratings uh, a couple weeks ago when they were on the air. But they basically have doubled their audience in three weeks. And some of that has to be because David E. Kelly also did the undoing. Yeah, which probably got word of mouth. Yeah, and it's like, and he did Big Little Lies, and people are big fans of the books that Big Sky was on. But I mean, last night's episode was heart the minute, poundingly scary. The and minute good. it starts, yeah, the minute it starts, it's like you're really watching, and it's on network TV, so that's really fun. Big Sky, and you can ABC. you can find it, people. It is. Action packed. It is. And the acting is so good. I love Kylie Bunbury, Catherine Winstock, who plays Ryan Phillippe's the his estranged wife. She's the blonde. She's the beautiful blonde. If you watched on the History Channel, did you watch Vikings, either one of you guys on the History Channel? So she played uh She's beautiful. Yeah, but she played this very fierce Viking warrior woman who was married to Ragnar and blah, blah, blah. Of course it's Ragnar. Ragnar. They're always always Ragnar. Ragnar Thor. Yeah. Good, solid Viking names. (laughs) But But she's in it. And the conversation. uh, The the creepy guy that's in it. And John Carroll Lynch, who's the Montana uh, state trooper, who's so creepy. But I kind of am really into the conversation that was had inside the container, if you will. Oh, my gosh. About So there's a woman on it that she plays a transgender woman. She is um, a trans actor. Yeah, she's a trans actor. Her name is Jesse James Cattell, and she plays Jerry Kennedy on this show. And I am, you know, it is, she had such a 
great conversation about being trans and when, you know, there's this young, you know, kind of ditzy blonde character asking her kind of about it. Kidnapped in a container and you get close to people quickly. Right. And I was, you know, the innocence of the questioning, but yet the validity of the questioning and and the things, you know, we learned yesterday, Elliot Page, Ellen Page is transgender and now it's Elliot. And I thought it was a really um, forward thinking dialogue for a network TV show. Yeah, for sure. And I was very impressed by it. And I thought it was just, yeah. Jesse James Keitel is her name. It it is a groundbreaking role. I thought it was such a great conversation for everybody. It's that show is just like, it's so good. It really is. And my guy likes it. I mean, does Casey like it? Um, or he's not watching it. He's not watching it, even though I think he would. He would like, like it. it. It's a thriller. He, he would like it, but yeah, it was really. It's and it has now like a huge audience. It went from just like it started off ho hum. Yeah, and it's got, four million. Yeah, and that's like how many people watch Bachelor. One other thing, it was not filmed in Montana, and you can tell that it, if you are an. A novice to that yeah, area, which Vancouver we are, area, isn't it? you can tell it doesn't mm-hmm. look like Montana. What's weird is Supernatural was such a uh, filmed around Vancouver and stuff. And a lot of that show was outside. And I feel like some of these shots from Big Sky I've seen in in That's the funny. motels and the drive-ins and the little diners. I'm like, I think I've seen this all in Supernatural. Yeah, this is a set that they have up there right. on, that they just say outdoors. Well, and then the Bachelorette. Ended on a cliffhanger last night, and uh, it was, I felt so bad. This is a spoiler if anyone hasn't watched The Bachelorette, but the guy she did the haunted house with and then had the dinner easy. Okay, first of all. I I adored him. Okay, first of all, he was so special and so lovely. Last night's Bachelorette was emotional. I mean, I feel like we've never had. Tasha is an excellent Bachelorette. She maybe has been one of the better ones, and she certainly has made us forget about that nightmare, Claire Crawley, who's even her name is a nightmare. She just sounds like she's going to be a nightmare to deal with. Okay, but one of the things about this Bachelorette is because it was filmed in COVID, they've had to become really clever about the dates and aren't doing the traditional big woo dates. They're trapped at the La Quinta in Palm Springs. And the dates are... Last night was so emotional. I mean, the emotional... availability of these men came out and i just thought it was so different what than what we've seen what did you think seen. of the guy who said i'm going to show you who i am and he went and put on a robe and then he came back out and took it off and copped his bait and tackle and said here i am ben, here i ben. am take all of me oh rocco i was Sorry. I- i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel Ben, this is for real. I was having the faces of all the other guys. I mean, I get where he was going, but I was just having... Secondhand embarrassment. And and also just like, wow, he's got some balls. And he's got a nice bod. His words 
that he said with it, he said, I don't know how to really do art. I didn't know how to do self-expression. And so I, and he takes off this robe and then he's the same guy, Ben, that we're going to hear more about. But he said, I'm exposed. This is me kind of, but he did, you know, he covered, covered his up. And then they had an awkward hug. That was really the, <laughs> <laughs> and he's then, some balls, and huh? then yeah. she left the room because everyone had to do art on, and they all were so impersonal with their art. I love these guys. Julia. We've never had a connection like this. I don't think. Well, with I the mean, bachelor guys, Blake molded a penis with his, I'm in clay. love with him. He bugged okay. me so bad right. with Claire. Cause he was the one that talked to her ahead of time. Right. And he has these jowls, yeah. you know, but I, you he's like funny. Okay. Well, let's listen to Ben. Ben, right, got, this here's, was, then, here's an emotional moment yeah. for you. So this is uh so this is the eating this thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, this is a text. Wait a minute, the water ahead of time. I know. Ten million men in this country will struggle with an eating disorder at some point in their lives, but it's a topic that's rarely talked about. Well, last night on The Bachelorette, that changed. It's just the life I've lived is different than what you might assume. Bachelorette contestant Ben Smith opening up about his long struggle with bulimia. I don't like lay all this on you, but. Um, the reason that I'm in fitness and nutrition mm-hmm. I had an eating disorder for 15 years. I found out what girls were when I was 15. I realized they don't like the fat kid. That teenage body shame progressing into bulimia. I remember specifically the first instance was around, you know, 20. I overeat to the point where I'm, I'm sick and I'm like, well, shoot, I should just like throw up. I should purge. And, uh, Weirdly enough, the joy or the control of purging was so much greater than the control of eating. The fit former Army Ranger has Bachelor Nation buzzing this season. I'm going to let my guard down. But this honest conversation was a new high. But I care a great deal about this. It's just hard for me to let it out. What is it? A tear? Probably. I don't. It's fine. I mean, they've talked it, about race. They talked about George Floyd, that bulimia right here with the, I mean, it is Zach, one of Zach. the guys, he's a drug and addiction specialist yes, now, but about it. his drug and addiction. Oh my God. Well, my thing, when she was telling that story, I thought to myself, you don't have enough invested and in, be sure he doesn't get a rose. Yeah, that okay? one, yeah. That just seemed like a red flag. And even this Ben guy. Uh, he seems like a nice guy and stuff, but I don't see him and Tasha. But she threw me for a loop when she sent that cute easy home. Okay, so she goes on this ghost date. I was so bummed that he didn't. Well, the resort La Quinta in Palm Springs is haunted. Is apparently haunted parts of the grounds and with an old stable house. So that was a good date. You would have thought, if anything, he would have. And then, he, and then he, she looked so gorgeous in this green satin. T- First of all, she's, she's got, got a, a banging body. No, she's got a great rack. She has a great rack. Oh, just to be old yeah, school. Yeah, she really Like does. a detective novel rack. She has beautiful, Boobs. bouncy bosoms. And yeah. I, they look real. Yeah, they do. Because they say a little. They look fresh. <laughs> they look young. <laughs> they, look, they look lovely. They look lovely. lovely. Let's be honest. I mean, she really does. But she she's like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to tell her. And the look on her face was like. <gasps> when he said, I was, I'm yeah. falling. I could see falling in love with you. I felt bad. I thought they had I so felt much fun. so bad. Anyway, Taysha, go uh, Bachelorette. And Chris Harrison had to go home because he brought his kid, kid to, to college. college. That's why JoJo Fletcher was there. In no case big people deal. I feel like JoJo could take over. Uh-uh. No, no she's not as dramatic. All right. Fine. I like his drama. All right. We got to call England, Jules. Mm-hmm. We got our author on a really great book called Vacation. We'll be right back. Oh.
Welcome back, everybody. Happy um, Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. We are so excited and secretly have a crush on a new author that we have never read before, T.M. Logan. His latest book is The Vacation, and we are calling him way across the pond, way at night. Hi, T.M. Hi, how are you? We're so good. You have a crush on you just from watching you on Twitter to give all your book picks. And we're like, my God, are you hot? Not only are you uh, good looking, but you write. Oh, how have we not known your books? We love the vacation so much. Thank you. You say all the right things. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, we're good at that, too. Um, for, for a second, then we'll get uh, embarrassed and nervous here. So tell everybody, give everybody the setup of your latest book, The Vacation. Okay, so The Vacation is a thriller, and um, it's about four, four friends, uh, four women friends who have been friends for a long time. They decide to go away to celebrate the 40th um, birthdays together with their sort of, you know, husbands, partners, and kids in tow. And um, they go to the south of France to a lovely villa, but within, within about an hour of getting there, the main character, Kate, discovers that um, she finds evidence that she thinks suggests her husband is actually having an affair, and... Not only is he having an affair and uh, you know betraying her, he's actually been doing it with one of her three best friends who's come with her on the holiday. So she then sort of sets out to try and discover which one of them is um, going behind her back and has been sort of betraying her. And all these other things start to then happen and various other secrets start to come to the surface as she um, sets about sort of discovering the truth. It's so good. And, and Lori and I were talking I, about it. Lori finished it a, a day before me. And well, we, I, you can't we, figure it out. I, yeah, I can't, we were page turning the whole way in. But like when I closed the book, all I could think, I just visualized so hard, either Nicole Kidman or Reese Witherspoon optioning this book. They can film it in France. It can be, I mean, honestly, it would translate to an amazing you know, long like a series, like a big little yeah. ice thing, don't you think? I hope it might. I hope it might be on the screen um, at some point. Yeah, there's been some little bit of movement on that, so maybe there'll be something might happen next year um, on it. I think there was. I was hoping more might happen this year, but obviously with everything around the uh, the pandemic and all those things, it's kind of put a bit of a put the brakes on all that kind of thing. Yeah, so, because yeah, fingers crossed. You are you very? I mean. I don't know, like this probably sounds sexist to say, but for a man, I mean, you really vividly, these four women, I mean, you're, you're, the way you give the characteristics to them, I feel like I've known these women. Yeah. I've had these friendships. It's and, fun reading from a male's perspective, writing as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Is that? I, 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 go ahead. Sorry, go on. I had, um, I mean, I had lots of help with, with that. So I had, um, I mean, the, the idea kind of, or the, the very start of the idea came from my wife actually does do this every year with three, with three of her friends. They mm-hmm. go away for a long weekend and they have these kind of, um, you know, sort of, they're actually weekends away without kind of partners right, and, right. Uh, and kids and stuff. But, um, but I, I have a lot, I get a lot of feedback from, from my wife on kind of first drafts and I have lots of input from, um, my, editor and my agent as well both also women and so um that really that really kind of helps me to sort of get get into the get inside the heads of of these women and um yeah it just seemed to work the story seemed to work best with with four women because i think you know that there was um there's lots of potential there for um you know when you have a long friendship i think there's sort of lots of things that can build up over time and um 
I think women are overall are generally better at keeping those long-term friendships alive anyway. So, mm -hmm. And I in loved that, being in the French countryside. Right. This, uh, I don't know where this village was, but I wanted to go there. <laughs> it, you, you know, one of the things, if you're just joining us, we're talking with the author, um, Tim, of The Vacation. His, um, his writer name, whatever we call it, is TM Logan. And, um, you know, it's seven days, three families, one killer. I, I think... For us, because we read a ton of psychological thrillers and that we couldn't yeah. figure it out. Right. And <laughs> and that there was no obvious. At one point, I thought maybe I knew. But then you don't even you don't even spend your time figuring it out. You just let yourself be a part and immerse in the story, if that makes mm -hmm. any sense. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes when you're reading thrillers, you just want to figure it out right away. And this was just <laughs> how you'd peel back the onion and explore more. And then I thought, well, maybe she was thinking something off there. And you'd think that, but you didn't have to rush to figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. I think your crafting and your words were so lovely. Um, you're really, we're really excited about getting to know your writing because we read a book a week, you know, at least. Wow, okay. And so we interview an author a week and it's really um, that we don't know you and that you have all these other books, Lies and 29 Seconds and The Holiday. Yeah, we got to get, yeah. we're going to get reading. We've, we've got to get going. And, and you've already got a new book that's coming out, what, in March of 2021? Yeah, I have one. I have one uh, called Trust Me, which is coming out in the UK in in March next year. And uh, this this summer, I had one called The Catch as well, which was which was um, again, it's not come out in the US yet, but um, maybe maybe something will happen with that next year. So, so how does yeah. that work? Do you does it just is there like a six month delay usually in when books come out in the US, or is it just on the publishing cycle when they can do the publicity or? Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes publishers like to do if they if they can coordinate it, they like to do a simultaneous release. I think lots of the time, you know, across uh, both sides of the pond. But I think with with this book, because it was picked up by my US publisher, or my first book was picked up by my US publisher, kind of after it came out here, and they wanted to do a bit, little bit of work with it and do some promotion. So then it ended up kind of being pushed back to you know sort of the following year. So each of my US releases has come out a year after the. Um, the UK version. So, and obviously, the, in the in the UK, this is called the holiday. This book, and then it was changed to the vacation for for the for okay. North America. Okay, and, um, that's, that makes sense because you guys go on, holiday, go on holiday and, and we, we go, go on vacation. vacation. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, and they said, you know, my my my, my um, publisher was saying in in the US was saying, well, you know, holiday here is in in America is it means like a like a, like a public holiday, like yes. President's Day mm -hmm. or like. Um, yeah, so we call them bank holidays in the UK. So okay, that's right. Um, Kim, where I know you weren't really a model before you were an author, but what <laughs> what did what got you into? I mean, did you have a whole other career and you fell into uh, writing, or was this what you always planned to do with your life? Just yeah, I mean, I was, I was well, I was a journalist for uh, for some some time in in London and um, in Nottingham, where I live now, and then then I worked in in, um, in communications for a bit, and I, I'd always kind of thought in my head, in my, in my, you know, since I was probably at school, I thought, you know, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be um, or I'm gonna try and write a book, and then it actually it wasn't until I was sort of in my mid thirties when I, you know, I thought, well, I, you know, I've got to sit down and try and, and try and do this thing, otherwise it's never going to happen. So. Um, yeah, it was it was always kind of in, in the back of my mind that mm -hmm. I would try and do it, but because um, I love I love books and I love reading, and um, yeah, but it took me quite a while to 
to get around to uh, to you know sitting down and doing it, trying to do it for uh, for a full length book. So well, you're very yeah. you're very good at it. Now that we know what you look like, we want you to read to us while we're watching you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But okay, so Tim, let me ask you: since you were a journalist, we have been Julie and I have been doing this radio show for 18 years and um wow. so we were very young when we started and um <laughs> but High school. um but we're always we've always we love following you know anything royal you know we love Pr- princess diana we were obsessed with yeah. you know when harry and meghan and we really have been absolutely appalled at how the 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 british press has treated meghan markle and we don't blame harry and meghan for getting the hell out of that dodgy Buckingham Palace. And yeah, yeah, I think I'm, she had a terrible ride. I mean, do you do you think that a lot? I mean, how do you feel that they were treated? Yeah, I think she's had a really really tough tough time. And I think um, you know you, you, you've only got to look at look at Diana and you see it's all kind of you know you see some of the treatment in in the Crown mm-hmm. the series. You know the, the way that she was. I know it's you know it's not maybe a little bit a little bit of fiction in there, but I think you know Meghan has had. Um, she, it's a very kind of fine line they have to tread. But, you know, if they're in, if they're kind of brought into the family, I think they have an incredible, um, incredible uh, tough time. Unless they, unless they're willing to just sort of stand there and smile sweetly and not say anything and not have an opinion and not mm. want to have a career, then you know, if, if you, if you're kind of a um, someone like, you know, Kate. like like Megan or Kate or, mm. or any people, that, you know, that. Um, if they step out of line, or if they, uh, you know, if they have an opinion, or if they, if they have all these other, you know, some other things going on in their lives, which we all do, then, yeah, the press can be um, very, very unforgiving and kind of brutal in a way that, you know, they, they seem to get treated in a way that, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really. I think Megan has had a really, really tough time, and I quite understand why she's um, wanting to, right. <laughs> you know, take a step back. Yeah, yeah, she it, did. It felt like to us just in looking at it, you know, when when. Harry just like said to, you know, his grandma and, you know, Charles, hey, why do we have this Royal Rota system that we put in place in the 40s? Why don't we rethink that? Like the stubbornness of what Lori's obsessed. What do we ever what do we do besides like, you know, you know, sex and eating and stuff? But everything has changed since the 40s. It seems like a very antiquated way of thinking. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think obviously Diana was you know she was such a big part in the in the lives of the boy of, of William and, and Harry I think and that that is now reflected in in you know certainly in, in Harry's kind of choice of mm-hmm. life partner you know that he, he's kind of chosen someone who's a bit more of an independent um, thinker you know, spirit and thinker mm-hmm. like like his like his mum was I think so yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Thank oh, you for thank the you. royal corner. Oh, Tim, we could just call you. We could just call you whenever you wanted. I made the mistake. I made the mistake of showing Lori your YouTube video like five seconds ago before we but got we, on the air. We already had a book crush on you, Tim, before your book, The Vacation. So it's just simply a, a crush across the mile. Um, it's okay. really the book, The Vacation, is so good, and really, you got Lee Childs to write a blurb, Sandra Brown. I mean, really, it. We're so excited because we always are looking for great new authors that can keep us going and mm-hmm. make us think in a different way. And, and if people are looking for a great page turner, the vacation is it. Yeah, we're never throwing away your number, just so you know. <laughs> um, and we have both. <laughs> so thank you. We got to ask you, what's the last great book that you've read? Uh, wow. Um, 
I read a, a great one called um, The Lying Room by Nikki French. Do you, do you have, is Nikki yes, French? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so that was, that was, that's really good, really kind of, um, it's, a, it's a thriller and it's about a woman who is a married woman who's kind of living a bit of a double life and she goes to meet her kind of lover one mm-hmm. time and finds him, they have this flat together and, he, and she finds him dead and she doesn't, she has, she's standing there and she decides not to actually report what's happened and, you know, um, go to the police and, and, and come clean about it. She decides to remove all traces of herself from this flat and close the door and walk away and try to then, you know, work out herself what, who is, um, who has killed her lover. And it's, it's a, it's a great, that's a great, um, page turn. I and mean, I think, you know, Nikki French has obviously been, it's a, it's a husband and wife kind of team that does that, uh, does the writing, but, um, yeah, just a really, really great thriller. Um, who else? I, I love the book called, I love lots of books called with the word lion in this year. I don't yeah. know why that is, but, uh, <laughs> um, there's one called, uh, called one, one white lie by Leah Conan, who is an American author, debut author. Um, she was, I think it came out earlier in the year, and that again was 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 a really great kind of um, real char- fast charging sort of page turning thriller. So oh, wonderful, uh, yeah, wonderful, yeah, really good. All right, well we're <laughs> we're gonna um, read you. We can't wait for your next book. We're gonna have you on, so be ready for that. Um, Absolutely, yeah. The, um, yeah, yeah. the vacation. <laughs> it's a great book, you guys, and I, everyone's looking for something escapist right now. This Support is your local bookstore. Absolutely, by TM Logan. Thanks, Tim. All right, no problem. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Happy holidays. And we've got right. two we've got two copies to give away. Give Rocco a buzz, 651-641-1071. Rocco, do you think we crushed enough on Tim? Oh, my gosh. Oh, was, my God. Did he say anything? I just let him go at the end, but he seemed pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he is so good looking. I'm going to have to check him out. Oh, yeah, he's really where, where good looking. I, where should I look And then Twitter? he can write, and then he has the British accent, oh, and the then package. he weighed in on the royal stuff, vindication. New boyfriend. Oh, my God. But he writes, so, I mean, oh. it's a different... I, it was different. This, though, I can see it oh, on, it the, totally on in an eight-part episode, because it twists and turns. This is what television is begging for. This was... The Undoing and Big Sky. I mean, this is the... This Reese is the, or Nicole or Kerry Washington. One of them needs to get this. And if they would just go and look at him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't understand why they don't follow our book club. I don't know either. Does we're, everybody In know? our minds, we're very influential. Everything is going to series or the big it is. screen just Were Raina and Carol happy that they won? Oh, yeah. I mean, they always are. Yeah. yeah. These are, so those are two new winners. No, I heard Rocco. He goes, oh, yeah, you want to be a winner? <laughs> he, he's so laid back. You hey, did not. Hey. Yeah, Lori. no, he did, because I got Tim's number. Oh, Lori. That was I, on the back of the okay, sheet. Lori, okay, Lori, I have, you have his, it. Lori, what are you going to do with that number? Oh. No, I, I didn't know. Of course I have it. I gave it to you. Okay, but I thought you were giving me the only number. That's no. how Donnie would do it sometimes. No, do you know I how saved... to text a, a, a London number? Or, I mean, there's a I assume there. you just do the same international know, code. But I, I already sent him a thank you note. Yeah. Every, I, You're on top of it. I have upped my... Um, Producing game. Well, thank you. I would like to up Nicole. uh, I mean, could you, which of those? Okay, out of those people. Witherspoon could option it. Reese and Carrie, they did Little Fires Everywhere. That was based on the book. She produced that with Reese. Um, Um, Then we got Nicole. She's doing some producing. She's doing. Kelly um, Kyoko. Callie, yes. Oh, Callie. She may want to do this one. 
The I thing, it was Kaylee. No? Kaylee. We, I, Kaylee, we, but she could plan ahead. Their real names. Callie Cuckoo could Cuckoo. plan ahead. <laughs> and and the in the thing about this book, The Vacation, is that it it really would be an interesting plot because it starts out on the very first page. You see the text message that your husband's cheating, and you find out it's someone that's one of your four best girlfriends yeah. that's on vacation with you right now. Plus, and then so, all the kid thing and yeah. then the husband vibe. It's I, it really, really it, it would be, and it's set in a it's it's south set, of France, the south of France, which wine country. Well, yeah, but they're they have access, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like so. Always remember that it's rocky beaches, you know. So just right. everybody people know that <laughs> know that that the when South you go to France, Nice and all those, it is just not a sandy beach, people. But anyway, yeah, you could see the vineyards. I mean, you could. It would just be so much fun to shoot. I think we should star in it. Mm. I feel like it would be. Why don't we produce it? Wouldn't know. it be fun to just take a chance on something new and buy the rights to something and do it? Something so foreign. I yeah. mean, because we do uh, paging money. Is, <laughs> could you call money. us at six five one six four one one zero seven? You guys could option it for a radio play. You guys are good at no, that. No, oh but, right, Racco. But right. I mean, it would be interesting to get in on the business side of it because I feel like we really well this one because it's got four characters where it's set. Yeah, they've got the story, husbands, the they've intrigue. got teenage. There's another great sub story. Yeah, everyone can relate to. I guess, you know, it seems Why so quaint now. Yet? No, but it seems quaint now. But I remember being just slightly just in the back of my mind, wanting to freak out about 40, but I was so happy I didn't care. You know, but 40 yeah. is like, can is a significant number because it really is the first time that you have to go, well, if I live to be 80, I'm halfway there or something like that. It's like your first rec- re- reckoning with... Wacko, are you even close? We don't talk about numbers here. Of course, he's, uh, you know. Apparently, by the pregnant pause there, that would be a hard no. No, yes. That would be a hard no from Wacko. No, Wacko's 40. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in my 40s. Yeah. I'm older than but I mean, don't you care about me? But okay, but like 40 was kind of like, I, I remember thinking I should care more. And do something, but I was so happy in my life. I had just been married to Casey for a couple of years, yep. and I had a great job, and we were doing the nipples, and yep. I was on top of the world. hadn't even hit the radio yet, you know. And so I, I just remember though, I did go on like you know, like I did do a girls trip. You did. I felt like there were a lot of girls trips for fortieth or guys. Like that's a that's a birthday where people go, yeah, go have a party. Go have a party. Yeah, this go year would it. suck. Twenty twenty would suck to turn forty oh. or a big, a big, big birthday. Anything. Any, you yeah. know, twenty one. You know, all of right. that. Oh, jeez. Can right. you imagine if? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there. Yeah. Like, oh, we, we had our fiftieth anniversary weekend planned. in our garage. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. in our garage. In our garage. In our garage. Yeah. Well. Anyway, Nicole Kidman, I don't know. I'm going to tweet her about this book because she's basically the queen of HBO now. Because yeah, the I know. undoing got... Tell ex- me, did she option It brought that? in 3 million viewers across uh, all the platforms. It's I thought it was four. Just three. It, it yeah. might be four, but it grew wildly. Every week it got bigger. And remember, we and saw Hugh Grant kept doing publicity, publicity. every week. And there week. were uh, articles about the code. Nicole is still giving interviews. I mean, right. HBO doesn't care... That people were like, oh, there were so many red herrings. That was a fishy ending or whatever they thought about it. 
it was always about, you know, who killed this woman because we knew right away from that. But the show was a hit. She's going to get nominated. Hugh's going to get nominated. Her coat should get nominated. Her hair um, could get nominated because it's back to the Nicole Kidman that we first Mm -hmm. met. You know, and then over there on Housewives Land, I mean, they've got so much drama happening. Don't tell me yet. You got to tell us when we come back, though, Lori. Julia, there is a BTS bulletin that needs to be shared, (laughs) and I am not bumping that for anything. That is coming up next. I'm so. And we've got two winners, hopefully, okay. today for the Live for Free contest at 420 and 520. Stay with us. We'll be right back.